This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. It is getting that time of the year. It's Miller time. You don't need a watch or a clock to tell you. It's Miller time. Weather gets a little bit warmer. All of a sudden, the beer gets a little colder. It's beer cracking season. It, it, whoa, okay. I don't know if it says that on the calendar. Uh, Miller Lite, great taste, less filling, tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick, or you can find it pretty much anywhere that sells beer. And as always, please celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories per 12 ounces. Fewer calories and carbs than premium regular beer. Miller Lite. Seton, what if I told you there's a bacon, then there's number one thick cut, tastes like a touchdown in your mouth bacon? You must be talking about Wright brand bacon Mm -hmm. because they are not playing when it comes to the premium quality of their bacon. It's thick cut, hand trimmed, and real Wood smoke, real. And you can tell. So why settle for average bacon when you can have the real stuff? That's right. And if you're looking to upgrade any meal, any meal, try Right Brand Bacon. That's called Right Brand Bacon. You won't regret it. Experience bacon the right way. 56% of job seekers say the biggest challenge is finding a job that matches their qualifications. This according to an Express Employment Professionals Harris Poll survey. The job search can be lonely, but Express Employment Professionals can be your one connection to finding that job that fits you. Each year, hundreds of thousands of people find work through their local Express office. Find the location nearest you at ExpressPros.com. No fees for somebody seeking a job. Visit ExpressPros.com. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Final hour on this Wednesday, Dan and the Danettes, Dan Patrick Show. Well, did he do it? Did he try to do it? Was there intent there? Will the NBA have anything to say about what happened last night as Marcus Morris steps on the back the uh, back of the shoe of the bad ankle of Luka Doncic? Not that it had any impact on the outcome of this game, but it might have an impact on the outcome of the next game if the NBA decides to do something. Luca and the Mavs were overwhelmed by the Clippers last night. Paul George came out of a funk, out of a depression, a dark spot, according to him. And uh, he and Kawhi look like what you would expect from the Clippers. But the story that was uh, sort of the story within the story was what happened with Luka Doncic. He already has a tender ankle. Kristaps Porzingis is not able to play due to an injured knee. And then you have a play where Morris steps on the back of Luka Doncic's ankle, the bad ankle, and says that uh, he did not try to do it. Luka thought otherwise. This is what he had to say. I don't want to talk to him, you know. Uh, He's just uh, saying a lot of... Bad stuff to me uh, all the game, you know, and just I don't want to talk to him. And I just got to move on, you know. Like I say, everybody's going to have their own opinion. And, you know, I just hope it wasn't intentional. Cause that's, if that was intentional, that's really bad, man. Well, Rick Carlisle, the Mavs head coach, thought it was intentional. He got tossed from the game last night. But it was an impressive win by the Clippers rolling the Mavericks. They're up three games to two. The Nuggets come back to beat the Jazz to stay alive. You got Magic Bucks, Thunder, Rockets, Blazers, Lakers, all on today and tonight's agenda. This program brought to you by the great folks at rockauto.com. All the parts your car, truck, whatever need, rockauto.com. 
family business founded by automotive engineers back in 1999. Two goals in mind. First, to give you direct access to all the parts information hidden in the computers and catalogs behind the parts store counter. And second, to make the parts affordable, offering reliably low prices. RockAuto.com. Choose the part brands, prices, features you want anytime, 24-7. RockAuto.com has a lot of the parts you've probably been told dealer only or no longer available. I was looking for a particular steering wheel for this uh, outlaw Porsche, this 1973 Hmm. RS that I'm doing, and I found it. I found it on RockAuto.com. So uh, I was able to order that, got it delivered, and uh, ready to go. I'm, I'm waiting for the big reveal on this Porsche. The, uh, and once again, my brother reminded me, I said Porsche yesterday or day before on the show, and he goes, uh, it's Porsche. And I go, okay. He owns them. He's, he's the one that introduced me to them. So Porsches. And uh, so I'm, I'm waiting for the big reveal. I got to get the interior done, and then I'll, uh, I'll bring it in and put it on display here for you. My, my stone gray Porsche. Yes, Paulie? It's not Corvette-y. No, it's not. <laughs> I don't know if that helps. Camaro E. <laughs> but it's like if you see somebody drive a Corvette, they always have their fog lights on. Those Oh, because the lights flip up. No, they don't have their oh, headlights the on. The little ones. Oh. Like always. And having been a Corvette owner, when they drive by you, they go like this, they give you the V. Oh yeah, the flying oh, V. Yeah. Yeah. So these were just things that I did not know. I, I would have somebody who would, I thought it was the peace sign. And I, I said to my brother, I said, man, I got all these people drive vets. They give me the peace sign. He goes, that's a V for vet. And I go, <laughs> oh, okay. Because <laughs> I wave back. I'm not even giving the V back. Like, hi, hey, how are you? Is there a Porsche signal? Like a big, you can't do a P. No need to. No, you're just, you know that you're a badass. You don't have to do anything. You're just like, you just nod. Like, yeah, okay. I hate to see the Impala sign, if you know what I mean. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so welcome to the program. Already in progress, uh, we'll check in with uh, our good friend Chris Haynes. He uh, covers the NBA inside the bubble for Yahoo, and uh, he'll give us his thoughts on uh, what happened last night. Does the NBA do anything to Marcus Morris or the Clippers? Maybe not. Maybe there's nothing to see. Maybe I'm overreacting. It's hard to judge intent. By the way, uh, back to rockauto.com. Tell them we sent you. Write Dan Patrick in the How Did You Hear About Us box so they know we sent you all the parts your car or truck wherever you need at rockauto.com. Also, really exciting announcement. I've told you about nextgreatpodcast.com. We're, uh, the contest, as far as your chance to uh, enter uh, a submission here, a uh, possible topic for podcast to be in the contest, it ends uh, at the end of the month. So you only have a couple more days to do so. And uh, at the contest, the reaction has been unbelievable. Uh, we have podcast ideas from all over the world. And uh, I mentioned yesterday that uh, we had one from Ireland. We had one from Israel, one from Germany. And they're all over the map as far as topics. So if you have a topic and you thought this might be a great podcast, you have your chance. This was the idea that I had when I started this a couple of months ago. And thanks to iHeartRadio, we're able to do this. Also... We're uh, we're in the podcast business. I have a couple of podcasts that are being announced today. The Battle for L.A. tells the story of the birth of professional basketball in Los Angeles and how the two different franchises shaped the NBA and shifted the influence of sports and culture on the West Coast. So the project is currently being developed for television and film by a great producer out there, Michael Sugar, who won an Academy Award for uh, Spotlight. Also, two guys from Hollywood 
is another podcast that uh, we launched today and another one called Meeting Tom Cruise. So very excited about those partnerships with uh, iHeartRadio, iHeartMedia, and thanks for all the support there. Pull question, McLovin. Final hour. What do you have for me? By the <laughs> way, we have college football this weekend. Central Arkansas, who's going to play North Dakota State next month or uh, in October, is facing Austin P. That'll be at 9 Eastern on Saturday. My governors are going to be in action against the Central Arkansas Pippins. That'll be at uh, 9 Eastern on ESPN. Is there a better chant, uh, cheer, than when Fly Williams was at Austin P. So Fly Williams won, uh, I think he led the nation in scoring. And Austin P. had, uh, I think Lake Kelly might have been their head coach, and Roy Ebron might have been uh, their, their star big man. But Fly Williams was a great score. And the fans would say, the fly is open, let's go pee. <laughs> like, how great is that? The fly is open, let's go pee. National TV, though, Austin P against uh, Central Arkansas. Is game day going for that one? I don't know if they're going. I'd have to check with uh, Reese Davis and, uh, and Herbie, but I'm going to guess they probably won't go to Central Arkansas, but I don't know. You know, we're going to have to wait and see there. Uh, let me see. NFL in 15 days starts. God, can you imagine? Two weeks from tomorrow, we've got the NFL. I did see this story. And look, I try, to, I try to give you positive news when I hear it, when I see it, when I'm told about it. You know, but there's also the reality. The Oklahoma Sooners, they were preparing for, you know, yesterday's practice. A scrimmage was on the docket. And the head coach, Lincoln Riley, got the results from another round of COVID-19 testing. The Sooners had gone without positive test after players returned to campus in June. Then saw a spike a couple of weeks ago. And nine players tested positive when they returned. You know, the downfall of college football is going to be students on campus. If you have the football team, if you can quarantine them, and you don't have in-person classes, you can pull this off. That's just the reality of this. Science tells us that is the reality of this. Um, universities across the country have welcomed students back on campus and started the in-person learning only to reverse course within a couple of days. And as I said last week, if I'm the coach in one of these big conferences and the amount of money that's at stake here, I say to my school president, have them on campus, but have them do online. It's the only way we can do this. And I said, you know, the conspiracy theorist in me would be, that might be why you're seeing some of this on some of these campuses. And then it turns out you're going to find that most of these schools, if they're going to pull this off, are going to be doing this. So Lincoln Riley has an entire group, a position uh, group. He didn't want to say what it was. Is it quarterbacks or whoever? So they didn't have anybody who could have played if they had a game coming up this weekend at that position. So he's got these concerns here of trying to be able to pull this off. And it's not just, you know, students going to class. It's just students being students. I don't know how much confidence you can have. Monday night, the Sooners had 17 active cases among players. 17. Eight of the nine expected to return to practice after testing negative. And we've had this outbreak of false positives. I understand all of these things here. I just think it's really hard for college football to be able to do this. Because it comes down to students being students. As a professional, yeah, I can demand certain things from my players. 
let them know what's at stake, remind them what's at stake. Sometimes you have to remind them a couple of times. Just ask the Marlins or the St. Louis Cardinals. But you know, you, this is why you have NFL teams who don't want their quarterbacks all together in case something happens, where everybody you know comes down with a, a positive COVID-19 test. The big issue with the NFL, this according to a source is, Wait till weeks seven, eight, nine. Because you're going to have players who are going to act like they're 23, 24, 25, 26. Normal people. Normal things. And they're going to get loose. He said, keep an eye on that. Also, what happens when a team realizes that they're not going to make the playoffs? What happens week 12? Those are things just to keep an eye on. I'm told they're going to get off. They're going to start. The question is going to be midway through the season or the latter part of the season. And it's just like baseball. Baseball had a hiccup early, and everybody, that got everybody's attention here. Hopefully, they're able to do this. And if it means students, you know, I I wondered if you could have had students come on campus up till Thanksgiving and then had the football team come on after that or vice versa. Could you do it? But, you know, like the football players would be coming in just to play football. And then at Thanksgiving, you'd already have the season over with, or at least the regular season over with. And then you'd have the students come on campus. Or could you have the students come on campus, stay till Thanksgiving, which is going to happen to most universities. After that, you have football season starting. I don't, I thought that that might be the approach that they would have, but uh, probably not. Not able to salvage that. And they're still talking about spring football. And by all accounts, from what I'm told, it, it sounds interesting. They got to stop. My source said yesterday, you should probably clarify this on your show and let people know it's not spring football. This is winter football. He said, because winter football, you can actually pull off. It's going to be difficult for the, you know, if you played winter football in the Big Ten. Like imagine Wisconsin, Minnesota, Ohio. Like, these are going to be tough places to play in the winter. And they play in the fall, and it gets cold, and you're on the cusp. But that's why my source said, say winter football, because spring football is not going to happen. But winter football could. Let's say you started in January and had January and February, and then you had championship uh, playoffs or whatever in, in March. That is something to keep an eye on. Yeah, Paul. A guy I know who is a position coach at a big uh, college football program, he said the single biggest thing they're worried about is a player putting himself in a bad position off campus and not letting them know before he gets back into a team meeting or team thing. He said that's what they're stressing. It's, he said that it's going to be one guy who takes down the entire yeah. room, and they're trying to c- convince their players that if you go out with a person or do something where you think you're in compromise yourself physically – let us know before you walk back in the building. Call someone else. You will not have your scholarship pulled. You will not be in that much trouble. You'll be in bigger trouble if you find out that you brought it back to the room. You just hold your breath here. And, uh, you know, I, I, I just give you the information I get. I don't politicize. I don't read into it. I'm not hopeful for anything other than having football. I'm hopeful. I take no glee. I'll never say I told you so. Never. Don't want to be that person because let's face it. I want to watch college football. I don't, I want to watch the NFL. I don't want people to lose their jobs because they have nothing to cover. 
it makes my job a whole lot easier to come in on Monday morning and talk about how great the NFL was or college football over the weekend. So, yeah, McLovin. I think Big Ten football in February sounds terrible because, like, it's because of the weather. I think that's like, who's going to want to play an exhibition in zero degree weather and not look good? I know, for the but pros? what else are you going to do? There's so much money at stake here. I think you'd put a bad, I think you'd almost put a bad version of yourself out. Paulie and I were just sort of arguing off air that's playing Minnesota in zero. I don't know if they're out. Yeah, they're outdoors. Like, but terrible. People, people don't care. There's no other option. It, you know, this is what I was told it's about tuition and TV. Tuition for colleges and TV money for college football programs. That's what this is all about. If you if you take away everything, sort it all out, put it to the side and say, what is this all about? It's about colleges getting tuition with you being on campus. And it's about getting TV money for your football programs. That's what's at stake. That's what this is all about. It's not about anything. We got to give kids the opportunity. This is about this is. A, you know, billions of dollars here, local economy, like all of this stuff. I get it. And I'm hopeful. And I, I, I wish that we're able to uh, pull this off. I just don't know. Because students on campus, that's the key. You know, these, these programs said, hey, we had no positive tests. Well, that's when you have quarantined your football program in June. But you can't do that in September with students on campus. Uh, let me see. Anything else needs to be mentioned here? Uh, Brad in North Carolina joins us. Hey, Brad, what's on your mind? Hey, DP. Hey, bud. Hey, I just want to weigh, weigh in on the uh, one-and-done conversation. You know, it seems like we just pile on Cal all the time, but it seems like Coach K gets a pass. I mean, it's ever since he's adopted this one-and-done mentality, he's only won one championship also. And if you go back and look, and I would say over the last five years, but we didn't have a champion, obviously, this past year. But look at the last four champions. Virginia didn't have any five stars, really. Villanova, North Carolina, hell, we couldn't even get five-star talent because of the NCAA investigation. Um, and then Bill, Villanova before that. So I think experience is, you know, really key when you get to March. Oh, no, you're right. And, and look, I... I understand why Cal's bringing these kids in. Like, it's hard to pass up talent. But I still think that Kentucky would be better served in not having so many one-and-dones that you have a couple of sophomores or juniors. Because Villanova has sophomores, juniors, and seniors. Virginia, sophomores, juniors, and seniors. Whereas you don't get the marquee guy, but you are get- That's why these teams are always dangerous in the NCAA. Experience. Every single year, you'll have somebody who goes to the Elite Eight Final Four, and you'll go, why? They got experience. Like Wisconsin. Didn't Wisconsin knock off the 38-0 and Kentucky Wildcats? Like Sam Decker, Frank Kaminsky, uh, Koenig. Like you had experience. And that experience, how many times does experience uh, overshadow or, or win against just pure talent? Because you're trying to take the AAU out of these kids, put them in there, and Cal is disciplined. He makes them play defense. I mean, he's a great coach. But it just goes to show you, you can have a whole lot of talent. That doesn't mean you have a great team. And even when you have a really good team, that doesn't mean you're going to win a championship. All it takes is one bad game for somebody who acts like a freshman, which is normal, as opposed to that team who goes, we're kind of cool here. 
You know, we've been in this situation before. Yeah, Paul. That Vermont, uh, that, uh, what do you call it, Virginia team, Kyle Guy Jr., DeAndre Hunter, redshirt sophomore. So that was his third year on campus. Yeah. Ty Drome Jr. There's a bunch of, they were almost all juniors. Yeah, and just having that experience, and then you have a really good coach. Yes, McLevin. I've been dying to ask, Villanova coach Jay Wright, should he take the no, Sixers job? If no, offered? no, 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 no. Got a great gig at Villanova. There's nothing wrong with just saying, this is a really good job. Comfortable. Got tenure here. Got players come in. They play. They play my system. He's got a formula there. Loves his guards. You don't want to go to the 76ers. I would never want to coach in the NBA. Never. Never. College? Yeah. Yeah, that, they get rid of the one and done. And I'm all, I'm, I'd be fine with that. All right, let me take a break. I want to get to uh, Chris Haynes and uh, talk to him about what we saw with the Mavs last night against uh, the Clippers and also the Lakers in action tonight. So it's uh, coming up on 20 after the hour. We're back after this in the Dan Patrick Show. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 to noon Eastern or 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Dan Patrick Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat. There was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship. It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like digging for treasure or a robot Pachenko machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports. Like, a lot. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my live sports and docs in one app. Like Giannis, The Marvelous Journey, and the National Women's Soccer League, both included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report sports add-on, or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS, all in one app with one password. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. If I could eat bacon for every meal, I think I would. I don't think I would. Breakfast, lunch, dinner, snacks, brunch. My love for bacon is no joke. My wife, who I love as much as bacon, says I would even put bacon in cereal if I could. You know, I thought that I knew what good bacon was. Uh, turns out, nope, I was wrong. Because hmm. then I tried right brand bacon, and honestly, 
I was speechless. And you know it takes a lot to get me speechless, Paulie. But it was mind-blowing how good it was. And now here I am, a man that's been eating bacon his whole life, like it's his job, and I've never tried bacon like this before. We're talking about number one, thick-cut, flip-your-whole-world-upside-down bacon, man. Everything from the thickness of it to how it's actually real wood smoked just makes it taste unbelievable. It's really indescribable. I can't do it justice. And you should really just try it for yourself. Yeah, don't be average. You're better than that. Do yourself a favor and get some right brand bacon in you. Get upset. Experience bacon the right way. Right brand bacon. It is getting that time of the year. It's Miller time. You don't need a watch or a clock to tell you. It's Miller time. Weather gets a little bit warmer. All of a sudden, the beer gets a little colder. It's beer cracking season. It, it, whoa, okay. I don't know if it says that on the calendar. It's a beer that strips away everything you don't need and holds on to what matters the most. It's a light beer that tastes like beer. That's why I reach for a Miller Lite. And it's less filling. Only 96 calories. They've been doing this since 1975. They have perfected it. You know, that summer afternoon, we're coming into that time of the year, be like, oh, man. Crack one? Yes, or two. Don't look at your watch. Don't look at the clock. Don't look at the calendar. You know. Miller Lite, the great taste, less filling, tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick, or you can pretty much find it anywhere that sells beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories per 12 ounces, Fewer calories, fewer carbs than premium regular beer. Miller Lite. Just finishing up the uh, cream pies there. Now, Seton is betting on the Blazers, so he's double or, double or nothing on uh, the uh, pie. If, he, if the Blazers win tonight, Seton doesn't get a pie. If the Blazers lose, Seton gets two pies, but then I don't announce when I'm going to hit him with said pies. But Paulie and McLovin and Fritzy are getting pies to the face coming up. So is this going to be a... a a pie angle, like a triangle, but a pie angle. So you hit the person to the right of you, so you don't see it coming from your backside. Oh, boy. But you're going to get it like a side shot into the ear. That's the worst. It gets all jammed up in there. Okay. That's Seton. All right. Uh, so Paulie is, but I thought you two were hitting each other. You, Paulie and, uh, and Fritzy were going to hit each other. What if I do that and then I have Seton just hit McLovin? Does that sound okay? So there's like 3.14 people involved. Uh, in oh, I pie see what contest. you did with pie. Okay. All right. Well done. <laughs> That's pretty no good, sense. Ethan. That's pretty yeah. good. Pretty yeah, Harvard, good. Ethan. Uh, let me give uh, a shout out here to Chris Haynes, NBA on TNT. Courtside reporter. That means he gets dressed up to go to the games. Yahoo Sports NBA insider and host of Posted Up with Chris Haynes podcast. He uh, covered Lakers, Blazers Monday, Mavs, Clippers last night. So let me start with Mavs and the Clippers. Good morning, Chris. Do you think the NBA does anything to Marcus Morris after what happened to Luka Doncic last night? It, it would be hard for them to to find out that Marcus, you know, did that on purpose. Uh, I seen I seen the um, the replay obviously, and I seen it live, and you know, it does look questionable, but. It's just it's just hard to tell. I, I I don't understand how the NBA could come down with a ruling saying that Marcus intentionally intended to step on the the ankle or the foot of, of Luka Doncic, and that's that's a serious matter. Obviously, Luka is back out there, you know, by himself. When you look at look at it from a star perspective, and you know he's hobbled, and so for anybody to do that, that is that's definitely an egregious act. But I just can't see how the NBA rules down on Marcus. Yeah, it's tough to rule on intent, and I'm with you on that. But when I watch it, 
Marcus Morris is not making a basketball play. There's no reason for him to be approaching Luca from behind because they just scored the basket and he goes over. I thought he was going to like elbow it or like give him a forearm or something, like nudge him a little bit. And you happen to step on the bad ankle. Uh, I'm not going to. And plus, this is Marcus Morris. If this is Kawhi who did it, I give him the benefit of the doubt. Morris doesn't get the benefit of the doubt here. Yeah, and look, and Marcus has been roughing up Luca, you know, especially after Luca had those, you know, tremendous games. He's been roughing him up, biting him, trying to make sure he's getting all up in him, um, talking trash. And Luca said he's saying Luca even said it last night. Yeah, Marcus is saying all type of you know foul stuff at me, and, but I'm I'm trying to ignore him. So uh, this is a tactic that Marcus Morris is using again. I know he's trying to get all up in him. I know he's trying to rough him up, and, you know, and, and bother him. But again, I, I just, I, it's just difficult for us to tell intent. The Clippers look great. What was the biggest difference last night? Aside from Kristaps not playing and then Luka being shut down. And, you know, maybe that ankle has a little bit to do with it. But what's the difference with the Clippers? I mean, playoff P showed up. <laughs> <laughs> Playoff P showed up. I mean, that was pretty much the difference. You know, he hit the first basket of the game for him. You can tell uh, that that was his mission, to be offensively assertive. And uh, I think once he did, that kind of rallied the troops. And, uh, you know, they just got it going. They had it going from the start. And, uh, you know, really, there was a lot, a lot of different elements. But Paul George, definitely, I think that was a difference maker. But then after the game, he talked about being depressed and, you know, being in the bubble and it got to him and – so, because I wondered, was he injured? Was there something else going on here? Because he just seemed like he was not all there. And then he said, I was actually going through something in the bubble. You, how surprised were you with that? I, I was surprised to hear him say that. Um, I'm not necessarily surprised if that was really the reason of why he was struggling. You know, there's a, you know, there's a, there's a bunch of players who are having their their eels here in the bubble, just trying to cope with um, not being around family, um, the things that's going on in society right now. Another unarmed, unarmed um, black man shot, and this one happened in Wisconsin in front of his kids. And so there's a lot of guys that's dealing with these things. And, you know, you're used to after games going home and, uh, whether that's a bad game, good game, or whether you're dealing with certain problems, you're used to going home and being around family, being around people that you love, people that, that support you and can uh, can give you guidance. Um, that's not here. Uh, you know, teammates are teammates. And definitely there's a bond between teammates, but it, it's not your family. It's not what you're accustomed to, to going home to. And so that, that's been an issue for everybody. But I am surprised that Paul George did reveal that. But then you had this, uh, you know, senseless shooting with uh, Jacob Blake and the players, at least it felt like there was the start of a groundswell that maybe they were going to try to do something, whether it's sit out a game, uh, there'd be a boycott. Uh, how close do you think we are or were to something like that happening in the bubble? Well, I just reported about 10 minutes ago uh, for Yahoo Sports that um, there was actually a, a meeting held last night uh, there was a gathering with players um, who are just emotionally distraught and traumatized over what is going on they're hurting here in this bubble and a group of them met um, at one of the hotels here on campus and they met with um, Chris Paul was there Andre Iguodala you know as the leadership committee of the Players Association and basically they're trying to get guidance and get some of the logistics of what it would look like if they were to boycott, trying to figure out their options. And it, it, was, it, it was a good talk from what I was told. And 
a lot of guys are just frustrated because they felt like a lot of things that they plan to do, like players plan before they got here, they plan to have meetings weekly. Um, uh, they wanted to have a couple meetings weekly just to kind of stay engaged and, and just brainstorm on what they can do. But those meetings haven't come about as frequently as they hope because, as you know, there's games every day, practices every other day, film study. And so they're, they're feeling like a lot of players are frustrated because they're feeling like the, the thing is that they're coming over here and they're distracting away from the real issues that are going on in the black community. And that is what they fear from the get. So those talks are still ongoing. They started yesterday. They had a significant meeting last night trying to get the logistics. So this is something that's brewing. And that's something that I don't know that it's going to get done, but there's definitely the talks are firm and it's definitely real. How much pressure is on LeBron? Because usually when he says something, does something, you know, he's become sort of the de facto league spokesperson. Uh, LeBron has made it clear from day one, even before he got to the to Orlando, that he felt that the NBA must go on. We must get the season. And so pressure on him. I, I don't know necessarily that there's pressure aside from just trying to perform on the court. Um, look, I, this season, I, I will believe this season is going to, to continue on. I don't know what's going to happen in the short term as far as boycotting games or so, but uh, I don't I don't see there being pressure. But I will say this, Dan. You know there are people, players, and significant um, agents who told the players, "Look, before we got to this restart, that look we can boycott or we can choose not to go to this restart." But how beneficial if it is is it to us to lose money, and that's going to only hurt our chances of being able to invest in the black community and being able to give back. So a lot of people are saying, a lot of players feel like, you know, boycotting or not playing, that's going to hurt the black community. That's going to hurt our pockets, enable us to give back. So that's the other side of that equation. I think that's what LeBron James leans on as well. We're talking to Chris Haynes, NBA on TNT courtside reporter, and of course, Yahoo Sports NBA insider, host of the Post It Up with Chris Haynes podcast. Lakers fixed all their issues. They're all good right now. In this series, especially, <laughs> with, especially with Damian Lillard out, they they definitely they definitely fixed it. Uh, you know, for this series, but you know, look, the Lakers have never been a good three point shooting team all season. They were one of the, the poorest teams in the league over the last few games. You know, they've been one of the best. Is that going to be sustainable? And then when Rajon Rondo gets gets back, you know, can they keep that up? So um, I think they've solved it solved it for right now. I'll be very very surprised. Not to disrespect Yusuf Nurkic, not to disrespect CJ McCollum and Carmelo Anthony, but I would be very surprised if the Blazers were able to extend it to Game Six. I, I just don't think they have the firepower and the depth to continue with the Lakers right now. Who would the Lakers want to face between the Rockets or Thunder? The Thunder. I, I was I would say the Thunder. I would say the Thunder. I just think the matchups are a problem. You know, uh, Oklahoma City has a small guard um, backcourt, not just in the backcourt, you know, even at the small four position when they put Shea Alexander um, over there. So, yeah, OKC for sure. Can you see Greg Popovich actually taking the job in Brooklyn? It's tough. It's really tough. It's really tough for me to imagine that. No, No doubt about it. Sean Marks has his eyes on Greg Popovich, you know, one of his mentors. Um, but it's very tough. You know, for the last 
four years, you know, we've been kind of hearing Pop is thinking about retiring. You know, retire. It's like every year, like every single year. It's kind of like Jordan, you know, his last tenure, you know, his last few years in the league. Uh, you just didn't know if he was going to retire, this is going to be the year or not. So um, I will say this. Um, if Pop did take that next job, I can't see it happen. I, I personally can't see it happen. But if he did, you know, that's that's a situation where it's a short-term um, a short-term fix because I think Pop can go in there and, and transform that team into a championship contending team from day one. And so I can see a scenario of where it would make sense, but I, I don't – I just can't see it. I, I don't see it at all. Yeah, I wondered if he was going to continue coaching. And I thought that he would eventually, when he left the Spurs, leave them in a place – of comfort that Becky Hammond might take over as the head coach. I, I don't know if Tim Duncan wants to be the head coach, but I thought knowing pop and always forward thinking that he would, he would welcome or try to usher in Becky Hammond as the first female head coach in NBA history. What do you think about that? No, and that would be the ultimate move. That would be the ultimate assist. No, definitely. I, I definitely see that. If, if pop wants to, if pop feels like Becky is, is ready for this opportunity, and then he can go over there and get back uh, to playing high, you know, high level basketball and get back to the postseason. Because as we know, Spurs didn't make it for the first time in what two decades. So yeah. I, I, I can see that it, it makes all the sense in the world. But I, it's just hard just to not see Pop on the Spurs sideline. I don't know if you know this story; it just came out. The Pacers have fired Nate McMillan. Mm. They, they gave him a contract extension two weeks ago. They gave. They put a year. They put. They put a year on his. Uh, on his contract. What the yeah, I mean, it, it was funny, you know, when when it came out that he got an extension. We're like, okay, that's cool. You know, so it got some point, and we found out it was just a year added to it. So, oh, yeah, but I thought they were a feel good team, and you had the young players there, and, and you know, uh, T.J. Warren was the Michael Jordan of the bubble. You know, well, I mean, they got swept. So you know, Brett, Brett Brown got swept as well. I believe they got swept. Didn't they get yeah. swept? Yeah, okay. They got swept, and um, Brett wow. Brown definitely got swept. And so, you know, that's that's kind of comes with the territory. Got any bubble uh, gossip there for me? Bubble gossip. I mean, I haven't seen anybody sneak off. I haven't seen anybody um, come in as well. And I'm trying to think, any, any juicy tidbits I have for you, DP? Are you on no, Late I, Night Patrol? I, I'm not, but I, I am up late nights, and I find myself walking around. Uh, you know, not walking around, see if I see anything questionable, just walking around because I'm <laughs> you're not away. narking out, right? You're not. Narking. No, no, okay. No, I just want to make sure. Just want to make sure. That. Okay. I just want to make sure I don't, you know, how's uh, morale there? Uh, look, I, I think morale is going to be a lot better next week because, uh, wives and, and girlfriends get clear. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, and, and what's it called? Uh, California work. Is that what it's LA work? LA work. LA. LA. Damn, I love that. I never I never knew that that term. LA work. Have you experienced that? No. No. Oh, okay. No. I I I mean back in the the early 80s, but I've been married 33 years, so <laughs> I I have a hard enough time doing uh Milford work here, man. <laughs> Don't get in trouble, DP. No. No. I I, I right. I get worked. I, I I'm not. <laughs> I'm not in the import export business here, Chris. I'm not. No. Nope. I've been in a bubble before there was the bubble. <laughs> uh, 
Good to oh, talk to you. Thanks for joining us, Chris. All right, man. You take care. All right. Man. That's Chris Haynes, <laughs> NBA on TNT Courtside Reporting. <laughs> Got him crying. I know. Man. I know. That L.A. work, man. I, Marvin. Marvin's the one who told me. Who answers phones around here. And Marvin's not even from L.A. He goes, yeah, you know, they're probably doing some L.A. work. And I go, what do you mean L.A. work? I I guess you, you do, you're in the import business there, bringing in somebody from L.A. Like, oh, L.A. work. Yes, Paul. We had no idea what Marvin, we thought it was like a workout, like P90X. Yeah. L.A. work? What is that, like a <laughs> like typo? LA, like L.A. fitness. Yeah. I go to L.A. work. Yes, you do. All right, last call for phone calls, what we learn, what's in store tomorrow. We will wrap all of those things up with a nice little bow right after this. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live every day at YouTube.com slash The Dan Patrick Show. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat, there was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the, I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship? It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like digging for treasure or a robot Pachenko machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports. Like... A lot. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my live sports and docs in one app, like Giannis, The Marvelous Journey, and the National Women's Soccer League, both included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report sports add-on, or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. All in one app with one password. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. If I could eat bacon for every meal, I, I think I would. I don't think I would. Breakfast, lunch, dinner, snacks, brunch. My love for bacon is no joke. My wife, who I love as much as bacon, says I would even put bacon in cereal if I could. You know, I thought that I knew what good bacon was. Uh, turns out, nope. I was wrong because then I tried right brand bacon and honestly, I was speechless. And you know, it takes a lot to get me speechless, Polly, but it was mind blowing how good it was. And now here I am, a man that's been eating bacon his whole life, like it's his job. And I've never tried bacon like this before. We're talking about number one, thick cut, flip your whole world upside down bacon, man. 
everything from the thickness of it to how it's actually real wood smoked just makes it taste unbelievable. It's really indescribable. I can't do it justice. And you should really just try it for yourself. Yeah, don't be average. You're better than that. Do yourself a favor and get some right brand bacon in you. Get upset. Experience bacon the right way. Right brand bacon. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. Charles Barkley joined us in the first hour. He talked about how Shaq loves to go out and uh, smoke from a hookah. Has anybody smoked from a hookah? <laughs> Sorry that I looked right at you, Seton. Well, yeah. Uh, but I, I don't know. What, what is the feeling you get from a hookah? So you just sit around. It's got that big pipe with hoses, and then you just grab one, and you start taking yeah, you the Yeah, sort on. of all share, you know, but everybody gets their own blend ho- hose, to, hose to smoke out of. But what is the sensation you get from smoking from a hookah? Depends on what you put in there, Dan. <laughs> like, like any smoking. <laughs> but but you can go to those places where it's a, it's a hookah lounge. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But do you get high? No. Nah. But what do you get? You get sick of sitar music, I would guess, it's real a, fast. It, it's not unlike uh, uh, like a cigar bar. Okay. You know, like you go there and you, you smoke, and maybe you might get a buzz from the cigar, so you might get... Uh, I haven't smoked enough hookahs to really understand all of that. Should we get a hookah? If you... <laughs> what, you want to turn one of these rooms into a, a little mini hookah lounge? And you know what That'd we'll... Be fun. You know what we'll call it? Hookah Donchick. Oh! Whoa! I was going to walk off, but I can't. I can't. I had a walk off earlier today. You did. Where Dunkin' Donuts is making, with Harpoon Beer, they're making donuts with beer. And so it's Dunkin' Donuts. And I said, we'll call it Drunken Donuts. There you go. And it was a walk off. Yeah. And I realized I had to come back and do the show. Boston Cream and Beer. Yeah, I don't, I just don't know if... I, now, I've gone to a tailgate before where you can have like a Guinness and you could have a donut. And I, and I could I could tolerate that, but not. Want me to bring in some beer and donuts one day and give it a try? We should, we should try it before we judge it. Yeah, but you know, looking at this body, I don't eat donuts. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even drink beer. No. Really? I drink tequila. Yeah. That's it. Kale and tequila for breakfast. Yeah. See, I still like even at like 9 a.m. Te- tequila. You have. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, sorry. I stepped I, on your punchline. I, I think McLovin is the best walk-off voice. Whenever you have a walk-off, that but they're always so bad. They That's are the bad. Best part. But you take your your headphones off and then you leave, so you don't even hear us saying how bad it was. Yeah, I I feel like I need to say something walk-off worthy to walk off. Yeah. Can I just walk off? Yeah. Right. No, 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 not not yet because you got a pie that you're going to get hit in the face with. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so right at the end of this show, if you're watching on YouTube or uh, on Peacock, there's a little bit of time right after the show, and uh, that is only going to be available with these guys getting hit with the pies. So it's uh, right after the show, but it's still going to be on TV. It'll be on Peacock. By the way, 
you have until the end of this week to make the transition over to Peacock, all right? Those on YouTube.com slash The Dan Patrick Show, join us, okay? Because next Monday, you'll find us on Peacock as far as watching on TV. This day in sports history, Paulie, what do you have for 1939, the first televised Major League Baseball games were shown. It was a doubleheader between the Cincinnati Reds and Brooklyn Dodgers. Mm. And today is on the National Day calendar. It's National Dog Day. International Dog Day. International Dog Day, Ooh, yes. That's fun. Yeah. And I gave Penny a biscuit. I went back, and uh, the big German's dog, Penny, who's our mascot. It encourages ownership of all breeds. It's uh, an initiative to get people to look into buying dogs and rescuing dogs. Do you care if your dog is not amongst the smartest dogs? Because there's lists that say these are the smart dogs. And I thought that my son had a smart dog, a Shiba Inu. And then I realized that he's not considered smart. And uh, so... You know, it's like you want your kids to be, hey, they make great grades. What like, percentile? Yeah, like I was really, I was proud of this dog. And like I was proud of my son. And then I realized that this dog is not considered that smart. Yes, Tom. Is it just the list suggesting the dog isn't smart? Or you were trying to teach it some things that it just didn't want to have any part of figuring out what you were talking about? Well, we have a really, hmm, we have a tough relationship. My son's dog and me. Because for some reason, he... He'll have accidents in my bedroom. Statement accidents. Or in my closet. The only two places. So he sends a message. I don't know what. He's eight years old. He's still sending messages. And it's not an accident. But so I think he's smart because he's playing mind games with me. But I don't know. They said like border collies and German shepherds and uh, poodles are really smart dogs, too. It was just you'd have to walk around with a poodle. Like, hey, it's a smart dog, but you're still walking around with a poodle. So I'd have a hard time doing that. Anything else on uh, this day in sports history? That's it. That's it. All right. Uh, the uh, Seahawks tight end, uh, Greg Olson, is going to be joining us on the program. I saw where Russell Wilson Jr. the third said he wants to play another 15 years. <laughs> is that, I, th- I, really? think, I think he said he wants to play until he's 45. And, and why not? Uh, still going back to this story with the Pacers firing Nate McMillan. So you, two weeks ago, they give him one more year on his contract. And I thought the Pacers were a feel-good story. You got T.J. Warren, Malcolm Brogdon, Sabonis, uh, Oladipo. Like, that's a nice little nucleus here. Now, I know Sabonis uh, wasn't in the bubble, and uh, Oladipo got hurt. Brogdon, I think, was inconsistent, might have been hurt as well. But T.J. Warren, I don't know. Felt like they had something going on there in uh, Indiana. Did you check in with Mannix to see if there was, like, is there uh, something else that came up? Mannix was curious if this were like, if someone in management didn't care for Nate McMillan and he saw this as an opportunity to switch direction. But but, but that, wait a minute. they So you're going to switch directions in a two weeks' time? With a bunch of injuries. He's not getting any blame. The injuries are being blamed for their short run. Well, he got blamed because yes. he got fired now. They got swept by the heat. Wow. All right, let's go around the room what we learned on the program. I'm going to start with Todd, back left. Charles Barkley says Shaq loves his hookah and pot. Just made Charles want to eat lots of potato chips in the past. All right, and uh, McLovin. I got to share the poll results. Uh, if you could change the three to either keep it at three, two points, or 2.5, 94% keep it at three. 
four percent two points and less than one percent two point five. Falling was big on the two and a half. <laughs> less than one percent. Two think. and a. Well, you could, how would you do that with the sig? You know, when they you make a three, they hold up three fingers. Like you'd have to hold up two and then like uh, Seaton. What'd you learn? I think I like Philip Rivers. Yeah, he's fun when he's on with this. Paulie? Phil Rivers hoards clothes and children. Well, we learn brought to you by the Home Depot. Everyday low prices, even bigger savings when you purchase by the pallet. The pro's best option when it comes to flooring the Home Depot. How doers get more done. If you're watching on Peacock, the Danettes get pies to the faces. Coming up, talk to you tomorrow. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat. There was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship. It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like digging for treasure or a robot Pachenko machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to to discover and Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.